Welcome back to The Rural Rockstar. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you thrive in the rural world. Through solo shows and interviews, I share my journey of Survive to Thrive and all the tips and tools that have helped me along the way. Plus, I interview other fabulous rural rock stars and people who can help us all learn to thrive and grow right where we're planted. Living a big, full life on your terms is possible. You can thrive no matter where you are, and it's not just luck, it's a practice. I'm here to show you the way. Let's rock. Hello, and welcome back to The Rural Rockstar. It has been a hot minute, and today I am so excited to be back in your ears and back for this very special introductory episode of The Rural Rockstar, or intro back into the new season of The Rural Rockstar. And I'm going to share with you where I've been, what I've been up to, why it's probably taken me so long to get back into doing the podcast, uh, some thoughts on taking pauses and just lots of thoughts on the experience that I've had in taking this time out. And I guess also why I'm back and what you can expect going forward. So it just, it's taken me a long time to get to this point, I have to say. So as many of you will know, I went off traveling at the start of this year. My family and I headed off on a big adventure, ended up being around the world for six months, all over the place. And it really surprisingly took more out of me than I thought it would, which actually I realize now is quite naive. But I sort of thought that, you know, I'd be able to do my business and everything would be great and, you know, things would be wonderful. And Actually, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Now, I've actually recorded a very special interview with Meg. Meg interviewed me all about the trip and all the learnings from that. So that'll be in another episode. So I'll save that for then. But I guess, you know, my business side of things did fall down as well. And it was it was quite good for the, for a while, but it was just really hard to do the podcast. I found it really hard to find um, quiet time, space. We were in places like we started off in Koh Samui, which is quite a hectic sort of place, um, and we are in a much smaller house in a villa complex and, you know, the there was really not, not a lot of escape from the kids um, or a lot of, you know, time to, to, to do much work or to do sort of, certainly any podcast recordings. Now, I guess you could say these are all just excuses too, but it did just fall by the wayside and we actually ended up, we, we set off we were going to go for 12 months, but we ended up only going for six months. And then when I got back from the trip, I sort of thought, oh, I'll get back into it now. And then I actually, it's taken me a lot longer than I thought to sort of recalibrate, I guess, from the trip. You know, it's taken a, quite a long time to kind of really get back into things and longer than expected. And so here we are, goodness me, at the end of 2022 and I'm finally getting back into it. And I think... Part of the reason what I realised was that I really lost my confidence and I only realised this about three weeks ago in chatting with Meg, who is my wonderful mentor, I realised that I'd really lost my confidence and it's something that I think that a lot of us find, you know. And First of all, it takes us so long to start things and then, you know, we can start them and then if we stop, we can, you know, it's actually almost like you lose more confidence because then I started to go into kind of self-sabotage of like, well, you know, this is just what you do. You always start things and then stop them. You can't be consistent. There's no point getting back into it because you just, you're not, you're going to let everybody down again. And all those sorts of sort of self-sabotage thoughts came in. And I think that can really, you know, you beat yourself up and you lose your confidence. And this is something that I think a lot of us struggle with. So 
I really wanted to share this experience with you in the hope that it might give you some confidence to know that you are not alone if you're experiencing these sort of things. I also kind of want to normalize the fact that it's okay to take a break and come back and it's not the end of the world and you can just pick up where you left off and you can get going again. We can make up again all these excuses in our own minds about why it's not possible to just start again, but the reality is we can't. You know, like no one is out there saying, Katrina, you cannot start that podcast again. You've ruined it. So it's just that pressure that I'm putting on myself. So I really want to normalize that coming back and taking pauses. And what I've noticed over the last 12 months, particularly over the last sort of few months, is more people just wanting to take that pause, especially really busy women who are flat out trying to do perhaps their own business. They're trying to do their own things. Maybe they're trying to work as well. They're trying to run the family, look after everything, and they're just like, oh, I just need a break and a pause. And I think there is some real magic in that. And it's okay to stop and to take a breather and to do what you need to do to sort of recalibrate. That's another big word that I have been using a lot that Meg gave me, recalibrate. And I love it. It's such a great word. And that is exactly what I feel like I've been doing over the last few months since coming home. And I think it's really a beautiful thing to allow ourselves the space to recalibrate and to check in with ourselves to see where we're at and to sort of sit into, you know, is this really the work that I want to be doing? Do I just need a bit of space to actually take some time to think about all of that? Am I just a little bit too busy right now and I need to have a break? And you can only do that if you give yourself the space to actually take a breath and to stop. I get also that this is kind of from a place of privilege, like it's, you know, it's a bit of a luxury sometimes to be able to pause, but I would have no doubt that if you're listening to this and you're worried about taking a break and having a pause, then it's probably just the pressure that you're putting on yourself as much as anything. And there's like a sort of a limiting or a subconscious belief that you can't take a pause when actually you probably could. Um, so I just really invite you to think about that and to be okay with that. And let's all just have some grace and some space around having that pause and it's all okay. And you can come back again, just like this. So what I, I wanted to share with you as well, what were the things that kind of got me back into it and how did I rebuild my confidence? Because I think often that's the hardest part when we want to make any change or when we want to start something new or if we want to, yeah, get back into things or get that thing happening that we've been wanting to get happening for ages. It, there's a, When you lose your confidence, it's quite hard to get it back and it does take some, you know, practice to do that. So one of the big things for me was having a support person, having a cheerleader, a mentor, and, and probably in Meg was my main one. Tim also as part of that. But really for me this time it was Meg. And I have been to so many different coaches and mentors and all sorts of things. But Meg's probably been the way the the main person who has really supported me through this <laughs> this period of you know I guess reassessing, recalibrating, losing my confidence, and getting back out there. So definitely a support person. Uh, courage, having courage, and just you know the thing is, confidence only comes from being brave. Really, it only comes from courage. You only get confident when you actually first of all take the steps to just get out there and do it. Confidence is not something that you start off with straight away. Um, And once you've lost it, you know, the only way to get back out there and to get that confidence back is to just get back out there. Uh, You can't sort of sit around and sit in your head thinking, well, you know, one day I'll be confident again. That's just not how it works, unfortunately. So having courage is a huge part of it. And just doing it scared and being prepared to show up messy. 
So I know I've learned about myself that the way that I work best is when I just show up and I talk. And so, you know, again, one of the things that I was trying to do in self-sabotage was tell myself that I have to be more planned, I've got to be more organised, I need to prepare heaps. And, you know, that's just not how I work. So I'll end up not doing it if I keep telling myself that I have to do that. So this is me just showing up messy, just doing it and getting back out there. And that's a big part of it, just showing up and doing it scared and doing it messy. I also had this experience. I taught a, I led a, a guided meditation session a couple of weeks ago, just because our community has been through so much in the floods and all of that. And I thought, why not do a free guided meditation session? One of my mentors, Jack, this is what she did during the floods. And I thought such a nice idea. And that, like, I was terrified. I was actually so nervous, much more nervous than I thought I was going to be. I wasn't prepared for that at all. And so just that act, though, of actually turning up and showing up. I didn't get any RSVPs. I just I didn't ask for RSVPs. I just said, show up if you want to come. And I think there were seven people there, and they just showed up. And it was messy. It wasn't perfect. It, it could have been longer. Like, I could tell you all the things that were wrong with it. But the main thing was I just showed up and I did it. And I've had, since then, then I've had a flow of like, oh, my goodness, the, it feels like I've got my mojo back. The next day I was so excited and so pumped, and it was all started, you know, the thoughts were starting to flow. And everything's felt like it was just starting to connect again. And I've also had a lot of people messaging me and asking, you know, saying they would love to have been there, but they couldn't get there. And, you know, could I do more of them? So just by literally just getting out there and showing up, it actually started everything again for me. And it's, you know, made me feel more confident. It, it started me to telling me or making me believe, that, oh, hang on, I can do this. There is something in this. Let's keep going. So do it scared and just show up anyway and do it messy. Um, and I think the other thing that's helped is just not forcing things. I, this time, so what I would have done in the past, cause I felt really weird not being too busy. Like when we got home, I, it felt really discombobulating, not being too busy. And in the past I would have just brushed into something else or sort of forced into something else or, you know, launched into something that I maybe didn't necessarily really want to do. So actually just not forcing it and not rushing into something and just allowing myself to sit in that messy feeling of not being busy enough was really powerful and I think has led me to more clarity and to to a to a better space in my mind rather than just trying to rush into everything and so that's another thing I would say is just to allow yourself that space not to you know to just give yourself that time and not rush into it and just not force it and just be okay with that then the other thing that's helped to kind of get me back into it is just really connecting back into my why, as always. And you know that I love to talk about the why and connect ourselves back into that, but it's so, so important. And I think that has been really powerful for me is just coming back to, well, why did I want to do this work in the first place? Why am I showing up like this? What am I here for? And, you know, tapping back into my dreams and the vision of where I want to go with it all and my why is just everything, you know, and that just, that then becomes your guidepost again. And like, okay, I know why I'm doing this. I know why I want to show up. I don't want to sit around home for the next 10 years. You know, I don't want to go back to a full-time job. I definitely know that. And that is like, I really have to start generating some income. That is the reality. So I know I don't want to do that. I'm so passionate about supporting people to thrive and live their best lives and helping women just really learn how to be the best version of themselves. Like I know that I'm so passionate about meditation as a tool for helping with that. And I just, you know, I've, I know all that. That's my why. So I have to connect back into it. And that's been really helpful to just kind of get me over the line of get back out there. 
So that would be my tips on what, you know, what's worked for me and what I would, you know, encourage you to think about when it comes to getting yourself back out there or starting that new thing that you want to start and you're thinking, well, I'm just not confident enough and, you know, you're doing all the self-sabotage or you're doing all the things to tell you that you can't do it. Yeah, that's my tips. Get support, choose courage, show up and do it messy and just get out there and do it. Allow yourself space and connect back into your why. So here I am doing all of those things, showing up messy, connecting back into the why, and I'm here, you know, showing up for you guys. And it just, you know, this is, like, I love this work so much. I love sharing uh, my words with you, sharing my, what I've learned to help you. I love talking and it just lights me up doing this. So that's why I'm here. So what's coming is lots of wonderful things. Um, There's going to be more courses next year. Podcast is going to be weekly again. There's going to be, so each month I'll be choosing a different topic to focus on. I'm kind of really interested in more of, I guess, deep dives and more kind of something I learned as well while traveling. Well, well, probably not while traveling, but more so over the last kind of six months is uh, is sort of like these snippets. I don't want to add to everyone's kind of like snippets um, and to the stuff they have to consume every day. I'd like it to be more kind of conscious and longer form and just, yeah, I guess kind of more in-depth in some ways. So I've decided to choose a topic each month to focus on. And so the courses will be around that and my podcast will be based on that. I'm going to do a monthly free guided meditation in town um, in our local community every month. They might even go to every two weeks, but every month for now, at the start of every month, and and that'll be on like the talk that I give and the guided meditation will also be related to the same topic for the month. And then... Yeah, the podcast and will also relate to that same topic. Then also I've set myself the goal of teaching 500 people to meditate in the next two years. I really want as many rural people learning to meditate as possible and I want to blow all the kind of stereotypes, the woo, the kind of meditation's weird thoughts out of the water because it's just the best tool ever, learning to meditate, and it's so, so helpful for so many things. So... I really want to teach as many people as I can to meditate. I think we've all been through so much, uh, you know, there's this, well, and, and it's just life, you know, there's always some stress that has to be faced, especially in rural communities, whether it be flood, drought, fire, terrible prices, water issues, uh, you know, challenges with government regulation. There's just always something, family problems. There's so many things that we have to face, and this is for everybody, but particularly in rural communities, there's even extra challenges, I guess, uh, for for those for those areas. So, but for everybody, so learning to meditate and taking care of ourselves, and actually choosing the way we want to show up in the world, taking daily actions to support our well-being and how we function is everything. It's just it's what we have to do if we want to actually thrive. It's not just luck. Um, and there is so much that we can do every single day to show up for ourselves and to create the lives that we really want. And so often we want to make change, but we don't know how, and we're stressed and we don't know how to get calm and we feel anxious and we overthink everything and we, you know, worried about the past or we're worried about the future and we're constantly in fight or flight. And meditation is the tool that allows us to just come into this moment to become aware of our thoughts, to recognize our thoughts and to understand that we're not our thoughts and we can separate ourselves from them and we get to choose which thoughts we want to believe and which ones we don't. And 
It's just such a powerful tool for calming our nervous systems, bringing us back into the moment and helping us to really create that life from the, from the place within rather than reacting to the world around us all the time. So 500 people in the next two years is my mission there. And I'll be showing up, yeah, like I said, on this podcast and with courses again and sharing other people's wisdom. That's another big part of what I want to do in this podcast is around the topics that I choose, whether it be sort of, you know, confidence, courage, self-love, self-compassion, um, various, you know, movement, um, how to move your body more, um, relationships, whatever the topics are, there'll be solo shows from me and then also sharing of guests because I want to interview experts who are really good at this stuff too to help you guys and people who are living it, people who are genuinely living out those things and rocking it in those spaces so that we can learn from them as to how they do it and how they're showing up and rocking their lives in that way. So I'm really, really, as you can tell, I'm very excited. It's just nice to be back. It's, it feels like it's been, you know, um, it's been a wonderful year in so many ways. And, you know, going on that big trip was such a bucket list item for us. It was amazing to do it. It was incredible to do it. And there was some unexpected challenges that arose from that for me personally and for my business. And so it's been really interesting to navigate all of that. And it's just, you know, it's been that constant reminder or that another reminder for me that this is life. There's always new challenge, new growth, new things that we have to navigate. And where we actually want to get to is being able to thrive through that and to know that we can thrive through that. And it's not the end of us. It's not, we're not going downhill from there. Whatever we, whatever life throws at us, we can face, even if it's challenging, even if it's hard and we can still thrive through it. For me, the goal is not happiness. The goal is the happiness is just a state, you know, that you can be in for a moment, but the goal really is to thrive and to show you guys how to thrive so that actually it's not about like never having any struggle, never doing, facing anything difficult not, you know, high vibe all the time. It's about actually riding those highs and lows of life, uh, navigating all that life throws at us with that overarching, it's going to be okay, you know, I've got this and I still feel overall like it's all going to work out and like I can face this challenge and I can navigate through it. And, you know, lots of moments of joy and lots of moments of gratitude and appreciation and thriving in whatever the life that you're living throws at you and really learning to thrive wherever you are. So so that's what's coming. Oh, there's also my monthly newsletter, which I've been doing. Oh, sorry, weekly newsletter, which I've been doing every week, which you may have found. There's a link to it. I'll put a link in the show notes, actually. But that's, that's just, I'm, weirdly, I've never been a writer. And, you know, teachers and anyone who's really good with grammar, please don't look too closely because it's not my forte. But I'm actually really enjoying just sending out this little newsletter every week with sort of updates from what's happening with me. It's kind of like a blog, really, I guess. So it's, yeah, updates from what's happening with me and then some tips, um, things that I'm listening to, recommendations, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just really loving doing that. So that's another place that you can connect if you want to. So I am so excited to be back in your ears sharing this with you and I can't wait to bring you lots of episodes to help you on that journey for th- to thriving. Wherever you are in rural Australia, I really think that we all – get to thrive no matter where we are and we just have to know how you know we just have to have the support the connection and the ability to navigate it all and we actually can thrive no matter where we are so thank you for being back 
Thank you for listening. I would love to hear from you if there's anything that you really want covered or if there's anything that you'd love to hear about in the podcast. And it's just so nice to be back. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to that episode. I hope it was helpful and I hope you enjoyed it. I just wanted to share with you that I'm actually going to be opening up the doors for my really fabulous, not quite goal-setting course, but it's how to make next year your best year yet. I've run this the last couple of years and it's been such a huge success and I have loved running it so much. It runs over three days and it's all about how to actually make next year the year that you actually make the things happen, whether it be wanting to start that business, wanting to start a podcast, wanting to share your voice more, a newsletter, wanting to just show up for yourself and your life more, improve your relationships, feel like you're thriving in the world. Whatever your hopes and dreams are, let's make next year the year it actually happens. New Year's resolutions sometimes or most of the time fall by the wayside by February. Let's not let that happen next year. Over these three days, I'll show you how to actually tap into your subconscious and figure out what it is that's actually holding you back from really making your dreams come true. It's such a fun three days and I would love you to join me in this course. The link is in the bio, in my show notes to join, not the bio, the link is in the show notes to join and please jump on in and let's make 2023 our best year yet. <laughs> <laughs>